0: This is a Kelly's Angels production. Hi, I'm Mark Mulholland and you're listening to The Upbeat, a podcast about perseverance and hope from Kelly's Angels. On this episode of The Upbeat, we're gonna have some fun. We've all heard the expressions, laughter is the best medicine. So today we're going to do our best to make all of our listeners smile and laugh.
1: The Upbeat is made possible by the generosity of our sponsors. Special thanks to our media partner, 32 Mile Productions. This episode of The Upbeat is sponsored by the Bobert Family Fund, Glens Falls Hospital, BN Communications, and Mohawk Honda.
0: You can't help but smile when listening to that baby belly laugh. Laughter is contagious, and it makes us feel better. In fact, there's evidence that laughter can positively impact our health. According to the Mayo Clinic, when we laugh, we take in more air that's rich in oxygen, and that increases endorphins released by the brain, which reduces stress. Before we get to our interview and some laughs with comedian Steve Van Zandt, Let me help frame why this topic of laughter is near and dear to Kelly's Angels and our mission to help families smile again after losing a parent or a child. Let's check in with one of our regular podcast guests, psychologist Dr. Jerry Florio, on why helping kids to laugh and have fun, even in the midst of grief, can be healing. Kelly's Angels is a 501c3 charity which started 10 years ago after the loss of of Kelly Mulholland, leaving behind uh, Connor, who was seven, my son, and McKenna, who was five at the time, my daughter. Um, We started it to provide fund grants to children in the capital region of New York. We call them fund grants. It was um, uh, allowing a child to do whatever their heart desired, to to bring a smile to their face after suffering a, a horrible loss of a of a parent to cancer or a sibling to cancer. And we've expanded now to help uh, children and families who are currently battling. You were one of our founding board members, and I'm, I, and I'm grateful for that. But I remember talking to you very early on about whether we were going down the right path, whether there was a niche, and you've, you've been a big advocate of, of uh, in my view, of helping the entire family.
2: Especially for kids, fun is so important. You know, kids do not grieve like adults. They're not little adults and they are very immediate and they need to have fun and they can have fun and it doesn't mean they're in denial you know at, at, at we at the camp we do for kids you know they will be talking about really serious things showing a lot of emotion we leave the room they're running they're skipping they're picking up you know, sticks and playing, and and that's genuine. As adults, we're still thinking about everything that was said in there, but they need to have fun, and so having the opportunities to have fun is really, you know, um, tremendously healing for kids.
0: Let's take a quick break now to thank our underwriters, and then I'll be joined by Robert De Niro, also known as comedian and impressionist Steve Van Zandt.
3: You believe this guy? First time, right out of the box. It gets the Nero. it's unbelievable. Here's a gift. This uh, Mark Mulholland, whatever, what's the street named after him in L.A. or something, I think, right?
1: <laughs> Support for The Upbeat comes from 32 Mile Productions, a full-service video production agency that specializes in uncovering stories to create meaningful content that is compelling and memorable. Learn more at 32mile.com. The Bobear Family Fund, which supports charitable organizations that efficiently use the resources they have to make a disproportional impact on the world around them. Glens Falls Hospital, an affiliate of the Albany Med Health System. Glens Falls Hospital is an award-winning community hospital providing access to exceptional, affordable, and patient-centered care to residents across a five-county region of upstate New York. Learn more at glensfallshospital.org. BN Communications, which provides strategic counsel in public relations, crisis communications, community relations, public affairs, and corporate communications to clients across several industry sectors and across the U.S. Learn more at bncommunications.com. Mohawk Honda is a family-owned car dealership serving New York's Capital Region. Beyond selling new and used Honda vehicles and providing high-quality auto service and parts, Mohawk Honda has an unwavering commitment to the community it serves. Learn more at MohawkHonda.com
0: We have a very special guest on the upbeat today a man who makes his living making people laugh i'm pleased to welcome my friend comedian and impressionist steve van zandt steve thanks for taking some time for us
3: hey mark my pleasure it's been a long time it's really good to see you it's good to see you too how are you how are things i'm gonna be totally truthful uh i've had better years uh, along with many millions of other people uh but you know life is uh life is good and uh, i got very little complaint about in the grand scheme of things, so uh, I guess I'm okay. Steve, uh,
0: tell us a little bit about your career. I'm familiar with it uh, from your your time in the capital region as a right. as a comic and comedian. But you've uh, you've made people laugh all over the
3: world. How did you get involved? Mm-hmm. And and uh, what's the best part of it? Well, uh, how did I get involved? Comedy kind of picks you. Uh, I think is the best way to describe it. Uh, Big family, big Catholic family, middle child, starving for attention, and I discovered at a relatively early age—I think that most comics would agree with this—is that if you if you've got a sense of humor, people are, are attracted to you in a positive way, and uh, you kind of take it from there. You know, by the time I got into high school, I was your classic, you know, class clown. I had a gift for mimicry—at least I discovered it at an early age—and I would imitate teachers and uh, my part-time bosses and things like that. And that Sometimes would get me in trouble, but I parlayed that into uh, uh, getting a couple of local gigs. Along came a show called The Gong Show in the, in the 70s, yeah, if you remember. Sure. Next thing I know, I'm 18-year-old kid flying to LA, being on a plane for the first time. I did The Gong Show, and then it just kind of, from there, it just kind of took a life of its own. Do You
0: have a favorite impression. I mean, you do wonderful impressions. You've done impressions for many, many years. Um,
3: you've made a career out of it. Right, I, I do have some favorites. Uh, as a as a huge huge fan well as a child of the 70s and uh johnny carson i was always a huge johnny carson fan it was one of my one of my first impressions and of course uh he had a, he had a lot of mannerisms it was so cold in uh, it was so cold in Saratoga springs yesterday that i saw a snowman wearing a sweater you know the goofy stuff like that but i always loved those mannerisms he had and their voice was 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 rather unusual it's a very very weird a weird voice it always
0: occurs to me that in someone who does impressions well has to have an incredible ear they hear
3: it better than most of us to do this uh you have to be able to hear yourself as others as other people hear you when i hear the impression come out i have to hear it the same way you hear it otherwise it's going to be a little bit off And the next, you know but uh you know, I just i have I've always had a knack for the, the mimicry thing. You know,
0: do people who've seen you know you well enough? Do they do they make requests like they do of musicians?
3: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I have friends that have—they have certain impressions, and a lot of times I'll diffuse things with impressions. You know, they will be be—you know—we'll be in a situation, some place, maybe we're at, uh, at a bar or something like that. Somebody's getting a little out of hand, you know, and I'll just become Christopher Lloyd or something like that, going, "We have to stop drinking so much and go back to the future because we're not as young as we used to be, Marty." Don't be crazy! Don't get yourself thrown in jail over a stupid beer. It doesn't make any sense. We got one point twenty-one gigawatts, and then we got to get the hell out of here and go back to nineteen eighty-five. You know, so.
0: But <laughs> and, and it works, right? I'm sure. I hope. I would hope it would work. Oh, absolutely. I want to segue here a little bit, Steve. How has laughter helped you in
3: difficult situations? Like all human beings, I've had pain in my life. I went through a divorce. Uh, you know, you lose a parent, you lose a, 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 a... I had a nephew who took his own life. Uh, you know, I've, I've I had some really painful moments in my life. We all know medically that if you have depression, anxiety, fear, uh, these things are all bad for your health. Everybody knows that, okay? Psychologically, they're just, they're just not good for you. They bring your resistance down. Comedy is the antithesis of that. Comedy is like the, it's the, you know, it's the, not a cure, but it's certainly something you can go to to offset those negative, negative and I think comedy is was was is a gift. Humor is is it's right up there with love, you know, in terms of changing your whole um, emotional state, and you can almost do it instantly. You're
0: in a career which, uh, I guess, each new gig uh, might have some be rooted in rejection. I mean, you're in a career where. Where you get rejected, the nature of the business is that you don't get every gig that you're seeking, that you don't get every role Absolutely. that you're seeking. How have you personally dealt with that? How have you how have you persevered? The the, the focus of of our podcast is often perseverance, persevering right. through adversity. How have you how have you persevered?
3: It's interesting that you bring that up because um, you take COVID for example. Literally wiped out my entire schedule for the year and into next year. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm on Facebook, and a lot of my comedian friends from all over the country are on Facebook, and we're friends. And they're kind of in the same boat as I am to a certain degree. And um, and I and I, you know what? They're using humor to get through it. They say comedy is the hardest thing. It really, it really is very, very difficult. So not only do you get, is it difficult to find gigs in uh, this day and age because of COVID and just when you're moving up the ladder? But but uh, you have to we re- have the rejection of the audience now and then too. that that can set you back, especially if you're just starting out. You know, it's a terrifying thing to go up there and what's by itself just getting in front of people. But then to get rejected after getting all your courage up to actually try it. I'm talking about the younger guys uh, that takes a special kind of oomph uh, to, to kind of come back from that, you know. So as far as myself. I think that the best way to do it is, is to uh, focus on what you can do and, and you can, I can write, I can find other ways of uh, finding work and things like that And it's in terms of like dealing with uh, emotional things. You know, comedy, like everything else, you can use it as a tool to distract yourself. What do you enjoy most about what you do? And I can't think of a better job than when you're done with it if you did your job uh, well. That people leave their connection to you in a better place than they were than than when they started the the evening, and that sounds kind of corny, but that's really the ultimate high. There's really nothing, nothing like being on stage and you're you're just clicking and it's and it's happening. And I talk to comedians about this all the time. There is nothing else like it. We got a lot to be thankful for. We're we're blessed. We got a lot to be thankful for, and things will get better. They will.
0: And that's a good place to wrap it up. Steve, thank you so much. Steve Van Zant, longtime oh, friend Marcus. and a ter- terrific comic you. and comedian. And you have a gift. It was, Don't let anybody it tell was, you. You have a gift. It was, a, it was great to connect with you. I appreciate
3: it. I really you too, do. Mark. One of these days, we got to right. get together when this crazy stuff's over and have a beer.
0: And before we wrap up this episode, I want to play a little piece of a recent conversation I had with breast cancer survivor Sarah Cattarey. I asked her about using humor to get through tough times listen what she had to say and then make sure you subscribe to the upbeat to hear her amazing story on a future episode you always seem to be able to find the bright side in things um halloween came around at one point didn't
4: it i had my surgery to remove the infected side and my girlfriend was in the hospital with us and it was a week from Halloween. And Jay and I were going back and forth. We're like, oh, we'd be Forrest Gump and Jenny from, you know, Forrest Gump. And, and then I was like, no, I should be, Jay should be a carny, a carnival worker, and I will be the balloon pop game. So I had nine balloons taped to my shirt, and then on my right side where I had the breasts removed was a popped balloon with a dart through it. So we go to a <laughs> Halloween party, some people got it, friends got it, but some people were like, what is the point? And I was like, you don't notice I only have one breast. And they're like, oh, now I get it. But I was like, what are the chances of being able to do that?
0: Was that difficult though? I mean. It,
4: it wasn't. I, you know, I also called myself the uni boober. How do you laugh about that
0: though? How were you able to laugh about that? Or is it that the only thing you can do?
4: Yeah, yeah because I had no control. I, it was, this is the cards that were dealt to me. And I had no control. So you have to laugh.
0: Until next time, I'm Mark Mulholland. Take care and stay on the upbeat.
1: Special thanks to our media partner, 32 Mile Productions, for their help in recording our episodes. Emily Yan, a graphic designer and art director who invested her time and talent to create our podcast logo. Videographer, editor, and Kelly's Angels board member, Lou Graf, Coordinating producer and Kelly's Angels board member, Jenny Sperano and all the volunteer Kelly's Angels board members who had a hand in making this podcast possible. Thanks for listening to The Upbeat.